welcome to Sex, Love and Liberation with yours truly, Michelle Casey. I was inspired to create a balanced and nuanced episode about vibrators so that you as a unique individual can determine your most pleasurable relationship with them. This podcast is not about creating shame around your current experience or defining a strict right or wrong. I'm, as always, really interested in the nuance and really interested in supporting you all to track your experience in a conscious way so that you can live with more pleasure and with more liberation and eroticism. Whatever your current habit is, I imagine it's bringing you pleasure, which is a wonderful thing. I celebrate that. And so my intention here is that this episode will help you to either further own and celebrate your current habit and or help you to grow into your next level of sexual liberation by increasing your awareness of your own experience. Let's start with the lowest hanging fruit. A question that's asked of me so often is, Can vibrators desensitize my genitals? What I offer you here is they can, but only temporarily. Whatever you practice the most, meaning the self-pleasure habits and sex habits that you engage with most often will become your easiest road to pleasure and orgasm. I think of this like a bush, a forest, with the beaten track, the path that has been walked down again and again and again. It's the easiest way to get from A to B. And then there are these other tracks that maybe you see people have taken from time to time, carved off the side of that main path that you might take, but it's a little harder to navigate from A to B. And then there are you know, just the thick of the bush where no one has really stepped. Perhaps you can't see any path that's been grooved out. And so you're really in there without a map trying to navigate your way from A to B. So if your beaten track is self-pleasuring or having sex with high intensity stimulation from the vibrator, that is going to be your easiest path to pleasure for as long as that takes up the most space in your sexual practice. So what that can manifest as is feeling like other forms of stimulation, whether it's hands, mouths, uh, non-vibrating toys, don't create as much of a response. However, this isn't a permanent thing. So quite often when I share this, people might reflect back that they feel some fear around using vibrators. So I really want you to know vibrators cannot cause you harm. You do not need to fear using them. If you feel that you are struggling to feel pleasure outside of vibrators and that's bothering you because it may not and it doesn't need to, 
you can simply pull back from using your vibrator as much and practice other pathways to pleasure and you will feel your awareness able to tune in to more of those subtle sensations of pleasure once again. There is also a group of people who experience what I call short-circuited pleasure from vibrators. So these people are often highly sensitive people or energetically sensitive humans. And what this can feel like is the vibrator cutting off the sensation slash pleasure in that area, usually the clitoris. So it's like it just disappears and you're not really feeling any sensation or you're feeling this hypersensitivity in response to the vibrator. Now, this can be something that hangs around for, say, 12 to 24 hours. It can feel like your system needs a hard reset before the sensation comes back. This also isn't permanent. You haven't caused your body any harm, but this can be confusing for people when they've heard messaging around vibrators being the ultimate tool to pussy pleasure and then they use one and they notice they don't feel much sensation. So if this resonates with you, there are a couple of things you can try. It may be that you are going to the most sensitive part of your genitals too swiftly. So you might want to explore warming up your hips, your outer thighs, um, other erogenous zones on your body and slowly working your way to the center using the lowest setting um, on your clitoris or using hands or non-vibrating stimulation on your clitoris and then slowly working up to using a vibrator. You could give that a go or you may recognize that vibrators simply aren't the pleasure tool for you. What I've seen is that vibrators can both liberate and limit pleasure and sexual satisfaction depending on your unique body mind, the way that you use them, and also where in your journey of sexual liberation you are. I like to break the journey of sexual liberation down into three stages. The first stage is reclamation. This is when you learn how to experience your sexual pleasure, your erotic body as your own. It's when you learn how to awaken and cultivate pleasure in the body. It's when you learn how to experience orgasm. Vibrators can be a really potent tool at the stage of reclamation. The intense sensations can help us to focus our awareness on our pleasure center, which helps us to experience more pleasure because what we focus on grows. And many of us struggle to focus our awareness on certain parts of the body. And this helps us to increase the chance of orgasm. You know, the intensity helps us to feel the movement of pleasure, the buildup of pleasure. It helps us to experience that mind shift where we can let go into pleasure. Vibrators can also help us to unlock pleasure in new areas, whether that's the G-spot, the deep vagina, the clitoris as well, of course. And something else that's amazing about them is 
they can feel like a easy portal, an accessible portal into pleasure. I've worked with many clients who have felt a deep resistance to touching their genitals with their own hands. And so having a barrier between hands and genitals, a vibrator for instance, has increased a sense of safety with the body. Vibrators can also be experienced as a consistent tool, right? There's a specific way or a clearer way on how to use it. And when we feel like we have a map, that can also contribute to a greater sense of safety. And safety is one of the core foundations to being able to experience our pleasure. I want to celebrate vibrators as well for how they can help us to access all of the benefits of pleasure, right? So stress management, better sleep, pain relief, improved mood, to name just a few. So then the second stage of sexual liberation, expansion. This is where we learn how to increase the nervous system's capacity to experience pleasure and bliss. It's where we learn how to move pleasure through the body, how to slow down and inhabit the body more deeply, how to use breath and sound to liberate and expand pleasure, where we connect more deeply and with more intentional love to our erotic selves than before. The expansion of our sexual experience is something that isn't talked about as often. This is something that I'm immensely passionate about because this practice has not only changed my life, my experience of myself, and thus my experience of my relationships and the world. It's something I have seen transform the wellness, the mental health, the self-love, the self esteem of my clients again and again and again and again. So what I've seen is that my clients who enter this stage will question whether or not vibrators are still the right tool for them. And it's different depending on different people's unique bodies and unique goals. Let me break this down more for you. So some of the limiting experiences people have shared with me and I felt inside of myself also with vibrators is how they can compel us to speed up and have short and sharp masturbation sessions. So under five minutes, sometimes under one minute, sometimes 30 seconds. When this is part of our habit, we're keeping our nervous system capacity to hold pleasure and hold exalted sensations and emotions small. When we move into the expansion stage, it's essential that we grow that capacity. And so it's important for us to start to take more time with self-pleasure growing from two minutes to five minutes to seven to 10 to 15 to 30. My longer practices for my more like intermediate to advanced clients 
um, are in like the 30 to 60 minute range. And that can feel very intimidating. Are we allowed to take that much time out of our days, our weeks for self-pleasure? That can feel really scary, right? So that's one piece that starts to get questioned at the expansion stage. Like, Is the vibrator helping me to grow my pleasure capacity? Now, of course, we can slow down with the vibrator. We can take more time with it. And that is an individual thing to track and monitor. I know for myself, my personality makes it difficult for me to stay slow Um, And to take up that space and to really let my pleasure move through my body and expand when there's relaxation in my body when I use a vibrator because I just like, I'm like, get excited and I come into that goal orientation. (laughs) And there's no shame in that, right? But because my relationship to my sexuality is I'm in a practice of the third stage, mastery, I'll tell you about that soon. It doesn't, the vibrator most often doesn't align with me. So another part of the expansion stage is lots of people will report that the vibrator makes them more goal oriented, right? Meaning we are chasing down the orgasm. We're not process focused or pleasure focused. We're not being with the bliss and intimate with yourself moment to moment, your focus is on the future, your focus is on trying to get somewhere. And that can be fun, right? Orgasms feel wonderful. There ain't no shame in that game. And commonly people experience a lack of sexual fulfillment when there is a disproportionate amount of goal orientation in their sexual experience. That's another thing I'm really passionate about, right? I'm here for like juicy sexual fulfillment and satisfaction as opposed to goal-oriented, kind of empty orgasmic experiences because we feel like we're not allowed to take up more space with our pleasure. We're not allowed to feel more bliss in our lives. Another piece is how because the vibrator can be intense, it's common to notice yourself, your body responding to that stimuli by bearing down against it. So creating tension through the pelvis, through the hips, bearing down against the intensity of the vibrator. And what can come with that is holding the breath, because we tend to hold the breath when we tense up as well. And so that tension and breath holding prevents your erotic energy from flowing freely through your body, which can have us feeling like our pleasure, our orgasmic experience is really limited to just the genital area. Once again, there's nothing wrong with that. That can feel highly pleasurable. And in the expansion stage of sexual liberation, we want to be learning how to create a free flow of erotic energy through the body, which opens the door to new orgasmic experiences, ones that don't just follow that sharp increase and then decrease kind of 
pattern, but ones that feel like waves rolling through the body, ones that travel in all of these different patterns and pathways and have different qualities um, behind them. It's like tapping into a broader and deeper experience of your sexuality. The third stage is mastery. This is where you learn how to utilize your pleasure energy, your life force energy for your wellness, for your spiritual practice, for manifestation, for accessing altered states of consciousness. Sexual mastery is something that has totally transformed my relationship to life. It has really deeply challenged me as well. It has required me to trust in my experience and experiences that I have had that make little sense to my logical mind, but are absolutely true. Most of us have barely scratched the surface of our incredible sexual potential. And something that can limit us from accessing that is instant gratification culture. Often the way vibrators are sold is as the pinnacle of sexual liberation, of female sexual empowerment. I think of Sex in the City and The Rabbit and how at that time, at that point in history, it was hugely liberating to see women talking about sex and sexual toys like that. Holy smokes, I remember the moments that I saw those episodes. It opened me to a whole other realm of thinking. And what I've experienced again and again inside of my own body, in my community, and in my private practice with my clients is that there is so much more for us if we want it. And we don't have to want it, right? Some people feel really called towards sexual expansion and sexual mastery, but this isn't a requirement of life. Our sexuality, our pleasure is valid, is worthy, is so potent. No matter what stage of sexual liberation we find ourselves at. A couple of things I want you to know. If you are currently at the reclamation stage and you're kind of interested in the expansion stage, but you're not ready to actually show up to practice pleasure in a totally new way using new tools, then keep using the vibrator. If that is the path of less resistance and you're more likely to choose pleasure with those habits, keep choosing more pleasure. Remember that pleasure has so many benefits to our life, to our relationships, to our wellness. I also want you to know that you can adjust your habits with a vibrator to account for some of the more limiting aspects that can come with vibrators. So you can take more time with your vibrator. You can play with lowering the settings. 
You can practice consciously relaxing your hips and pelvis. You can breathe deeply and learn these tools to move pleasure around your body. You can practice presence and letting go of the goal and setting new intentions for your sexual experiences. So I wanted to name that because as I said at the top of this episode, there is a lot of nuance here and this is about really helping you to track and know your own experience. I'd love to share a little about my personal journey and experimentations with vibrators on my own body. So my first vibrator was one of those really cheap bullet vibes. I hated it. I remember feeling really disappointed when I used it. I remember it feeling like it was burning my clitoris. And I remember just feeling like, oh, like a bit, ugh, this just like felt unsatisfying. So it ended up in a drawer somewhere. And then I invested a little bit more money down the line on a small, um, kind of bullet shaped vibrator as well but a bigger one one that was about the length of um your pointer finger it was red it had some like grooves around it it had a few different settings this was probably like 15 years ago and I loved this vibrator it felt so easy to orgasm. I really loved how quiet it was. I remember introducing it to my partnered sex uh, and it felt like I could experience pleasure and orgasm in a much more streamlined and consistent way with a partner. I felt like I could, you know, have pleasure on my clitoris whilst experiencing P and V. And that was really massive for me at that point in my journey. And then I bought my first rabbit style vibrator. This one, I remember feeling a bit like, how do I even use this? At the time, I hadn't really explored my internal vagina. I was unconscious of it at the time, but I was really resistant to going up there to getting intimate with that part of myself because I had internalized a lot of conditioning that I wasn't allowed to or that this was only a medical thing or a hygiene thing, meaning the um, the vagina was only relevant in those kinds of contexts. And so my rabbit kind of just wasn't used that much. I remember feeling resistant to it. Um, And then when I did eventually use it a number of years later, it just really wasn't the vibe. I was like, huh, I feel like the bunny ears just don't really sit on my clitoris in a way that feels good. And it was a bit of a wah-wah for me. I got another kind of wand style vibrator, loved that one, was a big part of my partnered sex life for some time. And then I found my way after years of feeling the sense that I just wasn't experiencing the fullness of my sexuality. I had this really intuitive sense that there was a lot more for me and I was really curious about it. I was like, oh, something in me is telling me to go and look for something else. And that's when I started to find conscious sexuality practice. I started to hear about things like Tantra and Taoism 
I started to hear about somatic sexuality and all of these other things that had never been in my realm before. And that's when I eventually found my way into doing a really deep program with Layla Martin, where I did a conscious sexuality practice every single day for more than a year. So I'm talking like no vibrators, um, because Layla recommended to us to, she's like quite anti-vibrator. And she told us, put the vibrators away, like she really recommends not using them. And so this was like 30 minutes a day of conscious sexuality practice, no external stimulation, really learning how to tap into your sexual energy. And it totally transformed the way that I related to my body, to my pleasure and to my energy. It was incredibly powerful and my sexuality thrived to levels I had never even dreamed of. I came into it with like such little expectations and wow, mind blown. So I didn't use a vibrator for years after that. I had tapped into something inside of myself that I experienced as so much more powerful. I also developed a bit of a fear around vibrators because my teacher at the time had been so like anti-vibrator. And so I had started to actually unconsciously wrap some shame around using a vibrator, like it wasn't spiritual or conscious to be using a vibrator, which is some common messaging that is out there in the industry. So a few more years down the line, I decided to try a vibrator again. I was curious and I tried um, like kind of a Hitachi wand style vibrator which immediately short-circuited my pleasure, despite really warming up, um, dropping in, uh, being slow and slowly moving from the outside into the center. And that makes a lot of sense to me. I had sensitized my body so much through thousands and thousands of hours of conscious sexuality practice. um, And it was too intense for my nervous system. So I tried it a few more times, the same result, just wasn't a vibe. Um, I also remember trying it in a few other ways. So I put it lightly up against my glass toys um, while they were inserted in my vagina. And I remember that being epic. (laughs) And I tried that a few more times, but I started to experience something after that that I commonly experience um, and also experienced uh, recently when I started using a suction vibrator. So a Satisfier Pro style vibrator. So a pattern that I've noticed every time that I get back into high intensity stimulation, so whether that's porn or a vibrator, is for the first few sessions using them, it's usually really epic, right? I'll have these intense orgasms, it will feel fun and novel, and then I will get a little stuck in that habit because of the intensity. And I notice that my satisfaction, my orgasmic experience, my pleasure starts to deplete, 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 which with each session that I have. But I find it quite difficult to get out of this has been my pattern thus far because I'm still chasing the dragon of those first few sessions. And my mind is like, surely, surely if that was just a couple of weeks ago, I could have that again, right? 
<laughs> but what I've really learned having gone through this um, cycle many a times now is, yeah, this is a thing I know of my body. My pleasure starts to fade. And so post-lockdown, I talked a lot about how I got into a... Oh, like a habit watching porn during lockdowns that felt really limiting, but was also meeting an important need. Last year was a really difficult year in my life. The first time I experienced depression and a lot of coping mechanisms that I've had in the past came back up to the surface and watching porn and using a vibrator was one of them. Of course, watching porn, using a vibrator, not inherently bad, but the way that I was engaging with them was very much to survive, was very much numbing. And so once I came out of that, I stopped using them and it was really hard for me. <laughs> and I dove back into all of the practices, all of the techniques and tools that I have been teaching for many a years now. And over the course of 2022, I have re not only retapped into my sexual radiance, like all of the sexual expansion and orgasmic free flow in my body and my life, but I have surpassed the potency um, of what I was experiencing pre-pandemic, which is incredible and just reminds me of how I too have just started scratching the surface, even though I am many years and many thousands of hours into the journey. So the reason that I was so intimate there in sharing my journey is because I want to inspire you to track your experience and conduct an experiment on your own body with the same awareness, getting as intimate. So what I want you to take from this is that there is really no right or wrong when it comes to vibrators. The things that are helpful to tune into is what kind of relationship with your sexuality do you want to have? What stage of sexual liberation calls you? Why? And what are the tools that best serve you given your goals? For me, because I'm devoted to sexual expansion and mastery for my own personal practice, what I've learned is that it's a slippery slope for me to use a vibrator because it quickly takes me into goal orientation, into tension, into having really short masturbation sessions that takes me out of showing up for my deeper, more expansive conscious sexuality practices. And I inevitably reach the point of realizing that and then have to break my habits and return back to the path. And there's a good chance I will go through that process again. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're getting the sense that your vibrator is an aligned tool for you right now. You love the way that you're in relationship with it. You love what it brings into your life. Keep using it and celebrate its presence shamelessly. I'm certainly doing that for you and with you. If your instinct is to explore other paths to pleasure, you're wanting to broaden your pleasure repertoire and you're thinking about loosening your grip on your vibrator, you might be thinking, now what? Like, what do I do instead? What does it look like to have another habit? I've touched on some techniques briefly in this podcast, but I'd love to offer you a little more. So 
Of course, you can use other things that have less intense stimulation, hands, glass toys, grinding toys, which are hitting the market now. The core holistic sexuality tools that I teach, I'll give you a little overview of them, is taking more time, stretching your pleasure capacity, slowing down, consciously relaxing the body, breathing deeply, learning how to sound, because sound is such a powerful tool to surrender, to get out of your thinking mind and drop into your primal sexual experience. Sound also moves sexual energy through your body. You want to learn how to practice presence and awareness, sharpening your awareness so that you can focus on what feels good in the body. These are tools that I teach in depth for beginners or people wanting to refresh their foundations in my self-guided, empowered self-pleasure program. This is one that once you've bought it, it's yours forever. And people that have taken it have regularly told me that they come back to the tools again and again. This teaches you how to break out of your current habit, rediscover and inhabit your body and to amplify your pleasure using these holistic tools. So I would take you through that in an experiential way rather than just learning the techniques intellectually. So important that we work on the experiential level. So I've got a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in investing in that for yourself. I hope this episode served you well, my darlings. It's been delightful to play with you in this new spacious playground. I feel really juicy and alive. Let's invite more people to join our party. If you know someone who would like this resource, please pass it on. There are few people in my experience talking about vibrators in this nuanced kind of way. And if you loved this episode, please rate Sex, Love and Liberation five stars so more people have the chance to find us. Come hang with me on Instagram at underscore Michelle Casey underscore and tell me what you took from this episode. I love hearing from you. Until next time. Mwah.